It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. So, I'm caffeinated. Caffeinated? Yeah, yeah it's been too. a long couple of allergy-ridden late night performance days. Uh, so it is a lot of caffeine. We yeah. spoke earlier. Yeah. We have a really terrible coffee at home. Yes. So I came in here and now I've had too much. Yes. Of honey and hibiscus. I think it's honey and hibiscus. Why would you buy that? Or why, Doug, would... why did you yeah. buy that? Yeah. <laughs> I, no, he said it was because it's light roast and I, I prefer the light roast. Oh. I think it was just the same color as I the think light he, roast. I think he totally was like, oh, this is a girly coffee. It'll be I don't drink early coffee. I need <laughs> coffee that I tastes like it. coffee. Maybe he was going for the whole, the wholesome angle, like you know, like whole, like you know, like you're gonna like herbal tea coffee. That's disgusting. Yeah, it sound, it Sorry, Starbucks, yes. you you failed, <laughs> failed royally on this one. I don't know, and I don't even drink lattes. I don't drink. I just like dark roast coffee. That's, Do you? Yeah, just dark roast Black? coffee. Black. Uh, no, I put heavy cream in it. Heavy cream. I eat keto, so like Same. I, I do. Same. I do keto. Fat, yeah. Yeah. Keto, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do a lot of fats, so yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. fun. Yeah. Much, much tastier. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cheese is awesome. Yeah. I just eat cheese. I eat yeah. cheese. <laughs> I feel no guilt about no. at all. I, it, do you pity people that have dairy allergies now? Um, yeah, I mean, it would be, I don't eat a ton of cheese. I eat more like a ton of avocados, but yes, yeah. I could only imagine like not being able to, because that's yeah. kind of like my, my cheat thing now mm-hmm. is, would be like cheese. Like yeah. if I'm like, you know, very much like you said, like I'll just be like, I'm hungry. I don't want something that's going to spike my blood sugar. Right. So I'll just eat a hunk of cheese real Have quick. Some cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if I would, it would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I brought into the cast, I, we have a cast full of beautiful high school and college kids. Yeah. So I'm clearly the old lady mom. <laughs> I had to refill the toilet paper yesterday and I walked out and was like, am I at home or am right. I here on stage? Because I'm refilling the toilet paper here. Kids, come on. But yeah, I brought the kids a bunch of snacks yeah. and stuff on our tech day. I brought cheese for myself. <laughs> it's just like, mm, Gouda. Yeah. Somebody yeah. was like, oh, you have Gouda? Don't you freaking touch my oh, cheese. Yeah. Go eat your carbs. Oh, yeah. This is mine. Yeah, I do school visits. I usually have a huge spread. I, I did one last week, and they had, like, cupcakes. And, oh, and I'm sitting here with my kale salad. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, old me would totally yeah, eat that whole... I'd be like, give me that box of donuts mm-hmm. and just... Oh, oh, oh. Do yeah. you miss anything? Not really. Mm-mm. No, I mean, it... The, I guess, like, given the context, if I was doing it to lose weight, yeah, it would maybe I would miss right. stuff. But like now, it's a whole different yeah. angle. So like, it's the the forgetting, you know, when you're doing it to like stay here, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's it's a much different. Yeah. you kind of like yeah, I can do it without gummy bears. But if it was a diet, oh yes, I would. I would. I love that you go straight to yeah. gummy bears. Oh, I would. I would. <laughs> I would probably like knock somebody out for a bag of gummy bears. Gummy bears. Oh, uh, that was my weakness. It was just like, you know, five pound bag before yeah. a movie and just joke. Not the sugar free ones though. Oh no, I did that once did too. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Once. Man on the moon. It was man on the moon. Uh, I, it was did so traumatic that I remember it because we, <laughs> my wife and I were eating like, and we were like, uh, we stopped at, uh, do you remember Farmore by chance? Uh huh. So we stopped by there before the movie. It was in, in Dublin and, uh, I was like, oh my god, they have sugar-free gummies. I was like, these sound pretty cool, and, and like they fit the diet. There's no sugar, so we bought them, and we both before the movie 
just ate the whole bag. And about, like, uh, right when he, like, gets the cancer diagnosis in the movie, we both look at each other, and that look of, like, oh, my God, what is happening? Oh, shit, literally. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh And we ran out to the car, ran home, and luckily we had two bath, and we just ran in the door, literally split, and Uh I think we were both just, like, yelling back and forth. Each other, like, what is happening? <laughs> and luckily, she had the bag in her purse, and she read the back that it has, you know, it could have a laxative effect. Like, could have. Could, but, did have. <laughs> yeah. Will have. It's like putting the grenade in your intestines, yeah. And then you go to Amazon and read the reviews, and they're really they're awesome. brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant reviews. I mean, it's nice that those are there, because yeah. now I know. Yeah. Never. Yeah. But ever. I think people do it. Just, they read the reviews, and they're like, yeah, it can't be true. And it's true. Yeah, it's, it's definitely true. Don't do it. Yeah. What is it that's in it that has... It's a sugar alcohol. Oh, is that, it? I can't remember exactly which one it is, but like it's one that doesn't get absorbed into your bloodstream the right way through your stomach lining. And what happens is it just turns the... Like your stomach goes, okay, well, I can't process this. So it coats it in liquid and flush. <laughs> so why do we have it then? Like... Because it's technically edible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, it's just sugar-free and they'll sell it. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Because some, some dummies like me will buy the whole yeah. bag and be like, yeah, this was yeah. good. Like, yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, they we made... There's, yeah. there's hundreds of millions of Americans. They'll get everyone at least once. Yes. Yeah. Not me, I'll tell you. That. It got you, too. Uh, sorry. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Stove, like, chocolate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Little sugar-free chocolate. Uh. I was throwing them back like... It was like... <laughs> yeah, just like... Yep. Yep. Mm. Oh yeah. Maybe that we should replace though the, co- the the colonoscopy liquid with that. Oh yeah. yeah. I think people would be happier. It, it at least going down for sure. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I yeah. haven't had one yet. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. I love when the doctor's like, "You're on your way." Yeah. Like, do you need to remind me? I know. I'm close to that age where it's gonna be a regular. I haven't had their had regular. Yeah. It's yeah. like you're like you know it's like the yearly thing now or whatever. I'm like I'm right on that edge of it. Yeah. So I'm not excited. No. no. I had a friend that described in detail. And so I got all the details yeah. on his colonoscopy, which was lovely. So yeah. I decided to um, I I gift you do. You know exactly who that is. I gifted him with the story of my birth with my son. Oh. It's like, yeah. we're going to tell horrible stories here, and I'm going to yeah. share all of this. Well, the reverse happens with chemo, the exact opposite. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, okay. it's, it's like, you know, the wor- it's, that's the downfall. That's the only side effect I've had, at least. For, like, vomiting? No, no. Like, it stops everything from working. Uh, oh, geez. oh yeah, it's it's that's the worst part of all of oh, it. Yeah, man. it's the exact oh, opposite. Plug you up. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Fire starter. That's what I'm saying. It's just oh, like it's just like everything just dries oh. up in your system. So you have to drink like at least with the type I take. It, yeah. it's like you have to like drink tons and tons of water. Yeah, even that doesn't really. It doesn't. No. Yeah, it's it's wild. So you're in the midst of it now. So. Yeah, I have one more month left of. So I just finished month five, like post. It's like. Yeah. Uh, and then I have uh, one more. It's five days on, 20, whatever, five days, 25 days off or something yeah. like that. And then uh, and then MRI, yeah. scan, stuff like that. Is so. it weird in there? The MRI? Yeah. Not really. I mean, not now. I mean, it, yeah. I think it was like, um, it, it was really weird, like, during the treatment time was that you you get fitted for this mask, and it's really kind of cool. Like, if you like Terminator, like, it, it's kind of <laughs> like that. Is they they literally like have this? I mean, it's about the size of this table. It's uh-huh. this massive like thing, and they feed it in a machine, and it's it looks all meshy. Mm-hmm. It's like a big mesh, and they come out, and there's like 
six people around you as you're laying on this table. And they're like, you just need to hold still. And you lay there and they just put this over and they all push it down. And somebody sits around, just forms it all around your face and they're pulling it out to your Adam, like our guy. Yeah. Know, so you don't get like, feel like you choke. So they make sure that you can do it. You can do all that. And then um, you have to lay there for like 20 minutes as it cools. And then when you get up, you have a perfect mold of your head. And Did you take, can you take it home? Yeah. After, oh, after, really? after radiation. Yeah. It's in my, it's at home in my garage hanging. Yeah. Okay. And it's like a mold of my head and they click you in the machine. So it was like early on, I think the first like treatment, I just was like, you know, if I'm going to lay here, I should just meditate. And yeah. So I have this odd relationship with the MRI. I don't freak out. Like it's a real calming thing mm. for me. So okay. I think it just, you know, I just went right into uh, kind of like a little mantra type of thing because mm -hmm. what what people don't realize how fast radiation actually it's mm. you know you spent your first appointment it's about 20 minutes long okay because you're waiting for the doctor to dial in everything and all stuff like that yeah. so they can pinpoint it down but then after that i mean i it's like maybe i think i was in like two minutes like oh it took longer to walk back right. to the room than it yeah. did the actual treatments they click in and you hear all these weird like sounds and then you know you're done and Okay. It was, uh, you know, wild. <laughs> Where do you go for treatment? The James. The James. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's a great place. I've heard it's good. It's a good place. Good when, people. Like, yeah. Doctors are great. Not all of them, but, mm. you know. It's yes, like schools. Yes, Not yes, all teachers yes, are great. Yeah. Not all people that yes. work above the people in schools yeah. are great. But, yeah, the one, the doctors I have are, yeah. are awesome. Yeah. When were you diagnosed? Uh, July of last year. Oh, yeah. So it's almost a year now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Was it? I mean, obviously shocking, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. I was I was uh, just sitting there one day, and I was having a conversation with my son's basketball coach, and then all of a sudden, like, I couldn't put words together. Like, I knew what I wanted to say, mm -hmm. but I couldn't say them. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I know, I'm, I'm waking up, and my phone is on my lap because, like, my crotch is vibrating. And it was the coach calling back, and I was like, you know, hey, what's going on? He's like, uh, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I fell asleep. That's the weirdest thing ever, right? And he's like, well, it sounded like you kind of were going underwater or something. I was like, really? And I'm like, no, I'm good. And I went up and I, at the time, was renting a studio, a studio space. And at mm -hmm. the end of the hall was a bathroom. And I got up to go to the bathroom. And I was like walking. And I was like, where are my shoes? Like my shoes weren't on my feet. And I'm like, hmm. And then I got to the bathroom and I had like peed in my pants. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like an adult. Like how yeah. did this happen? Yeah. And then I get back to the room and... Uh, like looking everywhere for my shoes, they're nowhere around. And and there was a little loft area that was at the front of the building that I never went in. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking everywhere, and in the far far, I mean, the farthest corner you can get, my shoes were stacked right on top of each other. And I'm like, what is like, what the hell is happening? Like, what what is, what is yeah. this? And then um, my wife called and was like, Hey, are you coming home? And I was like, Yeah, I fell asleep and. And I'm like, really weird. And I looked at my phone. It had been 45 minutes from when the call dropped to when the coach called me back. Oh, wow. And uh, I came home, and of course, I was embarrassed. I carried my backpack yeah. in front of me. I was like, I'm yeah. going to go shower. And I was in the shower, and I just felt like uh, I was, like, floating. And and uh, luckily, our son's, like, uh, one of his good friends' mom's a pediatrician. And mm. uh, my wife reached out to her and was, like, telling her what was going on. And she's like, he's got a red spot on his head. And, you know, and, and so, uh, she took me, she told us to go to the urgent care and then mm -hmm. urgent care was like, this is baffling. I don't know what's up, but go across the street to the emergency room. They'll, they have a CT scanner mm -hmm. and, uh, they did it. 
and the doctor came in, he's like, you're going to hang here until a bed opens up at Riverside, and I was like, a bed for what? He's like, "There's you have a shadow, and I was like, oh, what's a shadow? And he's like, well, that's why you got to go there. I'm like, but I'm going to come home. He's like, no, you'll be there, and I'm like, for a shadow? Like, I yeah. and, and so we, we, we got there, and then um, we sat for a long time, and uh, in the middle of the night, I was probably like three in the morning or something, they wheeled me back and had me drink this awful like contra- it's contrast is usually through an iv mm-hmm. but you had to had to drink it and uh got back to the room and they were like you know hey um and it was i remember i'll never forget it was like it this all seems like it was overnight to me but it was yeah. a three-day thing yeah you know and uh this really young doctor came in and was like hey does anybody read your results and i was like no and she's like oh it looks like a high-grade glioma and then kind of left and she's like somebody will come in to talk to you about it and I think my wife said it was like about a three hour and I finally was like, hand me my phone and I doctor Googled it, uh-huh. which is the worst thing to do Absolutely. ever. Yeah. Um, and I read the first line, I just handed it back to mm-hmm. her and, uh, and then it seems like the next thing I know, like Dr. Fleming come in and he was like, you know, I'm confident I can get all of it. And then right before surgery, they come in and said, it looks like your insurance isn't going to cover any of this, but we're not going to stop we're going to get this procedure. I was like, yeah, like, of course. And then, uh, next thing I know, surgery, I wake up. I thought I, I asked for like the, the not to have the twilight stuff before mm. going in. Cause mm-hmm. I want to be alert. I yeah. want to like, see how it all goes down, I guess. Did you? I did. And okay. I went, I went in and like, uh, it was really crazy. It was like the room like had these big like monitors of my brain on each, on each one. And then the nurse had brought me in and I heard her say, like, Dr. Dr. Fleming's like 60 seconds out and all of a sudden the room just came to life and next thing I know I'm getting woken up by somebody in like a, had she had a Wonder Woman like lanyard on. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh my God, like, did you see the first movie? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, did you see 1984? She's like, she's like, no. And I was like, I can't bring myself to watch it because I have not read a single review that seemed like it was even remotely good. And uh, I was like, so when do we start? She's like, She's like, oh, honey, you're done. She's like, you've been done. She's like, you're done. You were gone for three hours. I was like, oh. And then got to the room, and I was like, Alex was my first nurse. And I told him, I was like, we're going to get out of this bed, like, right away. Let's get this going. And mm-hmm. and then uh, I was home in two days. And, wow. you know, and um, it was, they were, it was, I got really lucky. It was caught super early. Mm-hmm. It was like an inch by an inch and a quarter. It's mm-hmm. like in the back right side. You know, if there's a good side to brain cancer uh, yeah. of this, it, 95% of the time it comes back in the same spot. Okay. So it's away from anything motor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my mission now is just make sure it doesn't come back. So, Absolutely. Yeah, and, what do you have to do? I mean, So I wear this thing on my head. Um, it's called Optune. It's mm-hmm. actually kind of a cool Google thing. Um, it's like a low, it's basically like low electricity that mm. is, is pulses are going through my head all the time. Your power. Yeah, like superpower. <laughs> I got yeah. power. And it, awesome. it causes apoptosis in cancer cells. So it's okay. like while we're sitting here. If there it's are any cancer fighting. cells, it's like they're dying because they're, oh, wow. they're called suicide cells. So they, huh. you know, when a, a cell has to be perfect yeah. before it to stay alive, this pulse like interrupts it enough so it makes two imperfect cells. So they they die, and then they get cleaned up by your white blood cells and stuff like that. So Do you just sleep in it then too. Yeah, I, I they recommend seventy percent mm-hmm. plus. I'm my average is like ninety seven. So I'm like, if you're gonna have it. And then, you know, of course, what, you know, I think doctors struggle with is the whole diet exercise angle. Mm-hmm. 
because you know, to be honest, there's no money to be made in food. So, um, yeah. not from the medical standpoint, no. there's not. And so, um, you know, I we just did a ton of research on our own. So mm-hmm. the keto diet really yeah. is effective with brain cancers and stuff like that. What does it do? It starves you like it. So it's like glucose. Your blood sugar uh-huh. stays low, and glutamine yeah. stays low. Those okay. are the two things that tend to be what like a brain cancer kind of feeds yeah. on or whatever it grows with. And then um, inflammation mm-hmm. is the biggest. Like I think that I think most every human uh, would benefit from bringing the inflammation down. Mm-hmm. You know, stress level like. That's the beauty of What's that? yeah. The beauty of brain cancer is that my I have no stress anymore. Like yeah. I, I don't care about a whole lot of. I mean, cares don't care is a bad word, but like you know what I mean. It's like, not. It doesn't internalize. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, and I was somebody that really, truly hated themselves prior mm-hmm. to this, and wow. it's like, and so it was like this weird awakening kind of like mm-hmm. came, you know, happened from this whole process, and in a weird way. You're kind of grateful mm-hmm. for it, but not like it's like, hey, thanks, but now you can go now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> then, then hang out. Yeah. come back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate the time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You have kids. I do. How old? I have a one will be 21 uh, soon. You have a 21 year old. Yeah, and then uh, another one's 50, 15. Yeah, he gets his permit today. So, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Stay off the side. So right? you have small adults last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. My my fifteen year old is taller than me. He, oh my gosh. Yeah. So he's he's no. Yeah. He's. Is he sporty? What's his thing? Basketball. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball. I, 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 Are you a basketball guy too? No. 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 I played football. I played football. Yeah. Football and baseball. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Fredericktown, Ohio. I don't know. Yeah. Mount Vernon. So you know where? Uh, do you know where Mansfield is? I do. So, and then you know where Mount Vernon is? I do. Okay, it's kind of between the two. Fantastic. Yeah. My mom lives in Apple Valley, so I probably should Oh, yeah, know not that far from okay. Apple Valley. Yeah, so Apple Valley, if you would, like, kind of go from, like, Apple Valley, it's like 3 o'clock from Mount Vernon, okay. if you kind of went to noon from there. About the same distance. Okay. It's about the same. It yeah. all is just farmland <laughs> yes. at that point. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. get scared. I can't I, drive on the country. There roads. was definitely growing up there. I don't, I mean, I don't know much about it now, but, like, back then it was, like, there was. Definitely way more cows. It seemed like yeah. people. Yeah. Big high school or? <laughs> no, no, very small. I think I, I think we had like 89, 90 people in my graduating class. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very small. Okay. Yeah. Then where from there? Where did you? Uh, we I graduated from there and then I went to Columbus College of Art and Design and then dropped out because I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> I started at seventeen, so it was like I feel all that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very much like you know <laughs> when you go from like. You know, it, was, it wasn't that hard to be the best artist in the school, mm-hmm. right? And the, I remember distinctly the first day going into the class and just going, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'm not good. Yeah. And it took a lot. You know, I was pulling all-nighters after all-nighters just to get the homework done. You know, because back then at CCD, it was like there was no instructions. Like, you know, now it's now it's much <laughs> better. Was this? this was 94. Okay, yeah. I went 98 through, but well, I, I took it a little bit longer, but it was the years where they kind of started going off of the Kanzani system. Yes, like, yeah. then it was like, uh-huh. you get Chromaglow, and that was the that was the assignment. Uh-huh. Here's the yeah. color of paint, and Chromaglow is the assignment. Yeah. Well, there was no internet. Right. You know, there was you no... You have to figure out what Chromaglow is. I don't have any idea yeah. what that is. Yeah. You have to figure out the Munsell color. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll you had show to you. figure it all I out. I had one in there. It's, yeah. it's, it's nuts. Yeah. Chromaglow happens when, like, let's say red, mm-hmm. red's home value, so gray, yeah. is five. If you put a block of five gray around and just out of the tube red, the red will look neon. That's called chromaglow. 
Okay. Yeah. But you had to do it not with grays. You had to do it with reds. So, like, yeah. not only did they tell you that you had to do it that way, you had to get the value of the red five, right? To, to get that. Giving me, like, yeah. PTSD. But that, but, Are we going to be okay? Yeah. So when I was, like, a you know 17-year-old trying yeah. to figure that out, it was, like, and it was just so, you know, it went from small farmland to, like, you know, big city, mm -hmm. Columbus. And then I got, you know, I let the world kick me around. I had every job under the sun. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think I went back when I was 20, like 20-ish, 20, 21. Mm -hmm. And then, because uh, then it was like mission, mm -hmm. right? And so then I was like, I don't even, I, you know, very few friends. It was just like I had I experienced the world. I, yeah. I needed to figure this out. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a restart. But the cool thing was that whole time I kept drawing. I, you know, mm -hmm. I kept drawing. I didn't get better, but mm -hmm. I just kept drawing. Yeah. And then I went into animation first. Mm -hmm. And then uh, animation was like, I remember sitting there on Saturdays. I'm the only one in the animation studio with the papers. This is old mm -hmm. school. Yeah. Flipping, flipping, flipping. And I, I went, I had an instructor. I was like, so when do I get to draw something other than the same thing over? And he goes, you want to be an illustrator then. And that's when I switched. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and it was like, so then switched to illustration. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, kind of went from there. And then sophomore year, by mistake, I just opened up a computer. And I was like, what's this Adobe Illustrator? And I clicked. Because before, I was painting tiles. I would paint, like, mm -hmm. on uh, animation cells. Mm -hmm. And I would layer the illustration. So it would be, like, six layers. Oh, and back then, you had to mountain wrap, right? Uh -huh. So I would build these things. And it was like trying to mountain wrap the thing was impossible. And the then, and the wrapping. Oh, yes. Then yeah. the computer made it all work. And I was like one of the first kids that I remember my junior, yeah, junior year, I switched over to the computer and I had to put a portfolio together because they thought it was cheating. Oh, jeez. So it was like yeah. I had to show them that it wasn't cheating. Yeah. By like, it took me just as much time to do these. Yeah. I had a similar yep. thing in my typography class yeah. my, my freshman year there. Uh, where I had an old school, old school type teacher. Yes. And I was using, like, they had the, the charts, the sheets yep. that you have to pull out for the different fonts. Line them. And trace it. <laughs> and I was doing it with the computer because I liked the fonts better. Yep. And, and he was like, you can't do that. I'm like, but why? It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And it's, yeah. They got. Oh, yeah. Very weird era. Yeah. Yep. No, I, totally, no, I had that same guy. I can't remember his name, but I had that same guy. Because if it didn't come out looking like a computer, he I would give you like a name now, but yeah. I'm sure it's the same yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, you would, I, you would automatically get a C he if it did legendary. not look like a printout. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we have very similar paths. More stories. More stories. <laughs> I feel like there's some trauma happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, de it was definitely much different because I've done guest teaching since at CCD. And, yeah. And one, the facilities are amazing oh, unbelievable. Wow. amazing yeah. but you know um they get to jump in their their respective like right away mm -hmm. like yeah back then you had to do all this stuff even if you did, it didn't yeah. matter and it, it's so much i think and it's less sink or swim now it's yeah. all everybody swims and yes you know some and swim it's further. i think there's good and bad to both of them mm -hmm. i think you know it, it's tough because like you get to that point i think where you know they're obviously a business mm -hmm. they want to you make the money yeah. right but then sometimes i remember when i was uh, i guess teaching it was like you, you're talking to some students you're like you know you should really think about art direction or you should think mm -hmm. about because it's hard to tell somebody that's super passionate about something like look this is gonna be tough mm -hmm. for you because yeah. you're gonna you're and not tough in that you can't make it mm -hmm. tough in that you have a hundred thousand dollars in student loans yeah. that payment is going to be insane mm -hmm. yeah and 
you're not going to get a job making what you need to make mm -hmm. in order to pay that right. without spending the next five, six years chopping away mm -hmm. at getting better. Right. And I think that's the, the hard part with doing anything creative is everybody wants it right now. Mm -hmm. But you have to just chop and chop and fail. It's I mean, mm -hmm. I would always, I remember students would get so mad at me because I would be like, fail better. That's all you have to, that's, that's the key to the whole thing. Yeah. Just fail and fail and fail. And they would be like, why are you telling us to fail? And like, because you don't get it. That's how you actually get better at it. Yeah. Like it's, that's the, the thing. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, failing in terms of being an artist mm -hmm. is your best friend. Absolutely. Make it, forget it. Don't mm -hmm. even think about it. Yep. Like, and for young people, that's hard. It is hard. They don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> they want to make the, the opus straight out of the gate. Yes. Yep. And I would be like, you don't realize in two months from now, you're going to think that piece sucks. So mm -hmm. yeah. just mm -hmm. keep going. That's yeah. how I work with my my yeah. high school kids. Like, yeah. Broadway's not the be all end all no, this. No. You're going to have to work other places. There's lots of, and, it, and there's lots of things. And it's like the big part is like your heroes, mm -hmm. they make it look easy. Right. But they don't realize it's like they look easy because they put in the hours, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. So, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> now I'm finding my trauma. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've had very similar conversations yeah. about that. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's, I think when you were, like you said, you weren't ready. Right. And I think for me, being I went to Otterbein for theater, mm -hmm. I wasn't ready. Yeah. And it was, I, I graduated and I didn't do anything in theater for eight years. Yeah. It was just like, nope, I'm not good enough. I'll never make it. Yeah. I can't do this. I'm bad. I'm not an actor. So forget it. I'm not gonna do it. Lo and behold, yeah. I needed that time away. Yeah. Um, and also to have kids and be like, I need something. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it's, like you said, you come back with a mission and it's just like, yeah, yeah when, when that's the mission, it's like, okay, no, let's right. power through. I think, I think it's like bravery, right? Yeah. It's like you understand your passion. That's the one thing, you know, when I talk to kids nowadays, when I go to school visits, mm -hmm. I tell them like, you know, don't forget your dreams. Yeah. Because the dreams that you have when you're a kid, when you become an adult, because baseball was one of my big ones. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a professional baseball player, of course, like a lot of kids, right? Mm -hmm. And what I would tell, what I tell them is that you know, don't think that as you grow up those those disappear, because they don't. What you'll right. find is they become therapy for you. Mm -hmm. Like you know, if you're having a bad day. Let's say you're somebody likes baseball. It. I can go spend 20 bucks at batting cage and relive mm -hmm. being an eight year old again yeah. and disconnect from all the stresses of an adult. And I think that your acting, your acting and things like that, it's like, you can't lose that passion no matter how hard you try, it's going to pull you back mm -hmm. in. But there are super valuable moments where you step away from it yeah. and experience failure or whatever at something else. Yeah. Cause that's going to show back up again. And, I think that's where adults go wrong is that's where projection starts because mm -hmm. we start projecting our insecurities and our yeah. unhappiness on things that they're jealous of. Oh, well that person's getting to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm <clears throat> jealous of that. So therefore I'm going to try to tear them down mm -hmm. to my level to make them feel right. the way I feel. And, and it's so hard creatively too. Oh yeah. I mean, just seeing, and I know I fell into it too. Like when that other actor gets the role, mm -hmm. Yeah. You're mad at that person. Yeah. Why? They didn't do anything right. wrong. They right. literally did what yeah. they're supposed to do. Right. Same with artists. Yeah. Like, why did they purchase that yeah. one? I can. I hate that person. Yeah. They're a dick. I hate yeah. them. <laughs> but what's funny? Don't you find though that like, if you learn how to accept the opposite mm -hmm. and say like, good for them, yeah. and you wish well for them, or you end up like befriending them, mm -hmm. you find out that they will actually help you. 
like one of like guy that like I told him like he's my mentor, uh, even though he didn't want to be, but he is. <laughs> I I met him because people told me I needed to meet him because yeah. we were so similar. Mm. And so as soon as we met, it was like instant. Mm-hmm. And now like if I'm like I see him post something, I'm like, hey, how did you get that? He'll just call me and mm-hmm. tell me. Mm-hmm. And we're we we'll, and we'll have these great conversations. And he's just always like, you still got to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, it's the, it's the key. So we have these really great conversations about that. But yeah, it's, it's, it is that turning that when you, you realize that if you actually wish well on people, you actually get that back, you yeah. know? <laughs> usually those people are wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. And they've been doing the same thing as you. Chomping away. they have away. the same insecurities yes. that you do. Yep. 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 Grass is not always greener. Yeah. Every creative is super yeah. insecure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, cause you're trying to balance not being too much of an ego with mm-hmm. like trying to be a good human and trying to yeah. like put good into the world and stuff like For that. For me, it was like once I learned what imposter syndrome yeah. was, it was like, yeah. oh, that's what that is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. it's an ignorable yes. thing. You can yeah. try it with try. Yeah. It's, it's nice to put a yeah. name on it too. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. had um, one of our other podcast guests, Gabrielle, she coined the term for us art scars ah, and yeah. it was one of the most yeah poignant things that i'd heard is like oh that's great when somebody yeah. says something bad that's yeah, an something art that turns scar. that yeah. changes you as an artist and yeah. it shows up in the rest of your work from that right. point forward yeah yeah i know that absolutely yeah. yeah well if you think about it too is what we were told our whole lives is you'll never make money mm-hmm. being an artist but you know it ends up like for me as a kid art was the escape yeah. Right. That was the how I learned to not. I mean, I, I really didn't I didn't really ever like myself uh, growing up or even as an adult. But like I had no friends because I knew early on what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I knew the first time I read a Sid Hoff book, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just like and, you know, I used to trace. I used to, uh, you know, back when the VCR was a thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I loved the Flintstones and Woody Woodpecker yeah. and Tom and Jerry. So I'd set the timer to record because they came on. If you remember, they came mm-hmm. on crazy early. Very early. Because, you know, Mr. T and all these other mm-hmm. was, was on deck. Mm-hmm. Like, Smurfs, all the hot stuff was like the nine. But the other ones came on like five. Mm-hmm. And so when my parents bought a VCR. I remember like I would set and record them. And then I'd pause the screen. I'd hold the, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd put tape paper to the screen. And I'd trace the characters. Oh, wow. And I, one time, and my dad said it, and I'm sure it was just in passing. He didn't think anything of it. And he just said, people get paid to do that. And I was just like in my head it was like that's what i'm going to do like oh my god this is the coolest thing and uh but you when you use that as your escape and you grow up and everybody tells you you can't do it Mm -hmm. i think it adds a layer of that you know scarring like you're saying like this whole thing of like well i'm not gonna make it anyway this is just a hobby Mm -hmm. and then you end up like putting out there and then when insecurities you're like dang like i just Mm -hmm. i'm trying to make this and these people are like write a kid's book and read what the people say about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, wow, like that, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, reading some of the reviews of like, you know, um, a couple of my books, I'm like, that person connected something, not even, yeah, again, you know, it's, it's interesting, like, you know, even with the unicorn book, as far as I could talk into it, is that prior to what happened, the only bad reviews I got was from the LGBT community because they felt I wasn't telling the story correctly. But nobody bothered to ask the question, what's the story actually about? Because it's a story about me. Yeah. It was my all my insecurities as a kid growing up in a small town that when I would tell people what I wanted to do, they would laugh at me and tell me that there's no way I was ever mm-hmm. gonna do it. And they would say all this bad stuff about, you know, artists and all these different things. And, yeah. and 
like I can't be that can't be the way it is mm. and uh, yeah so it's pretty crazy like that you know hmm. how you see the both sides of that that coin and mm-hmm. and and it's it's pretty interesting but did they read it no nobody right. nobody's read it right. that, that's the problem yeah yeah and if Literally they did read it by its cover. yeah if they did read it they read it through their okay. lens yeah versus just asking a simple question mm-hmm. like what's this about like right. think about in their world all the stuff that could change if mm-hmm. people just paused for a second remove themselves from the situation mm-hmm. say huh what could this be about? Yeah. You know, and... It was a lovely book. Yeah. I, I loved it. It was fun. <laughs> Thank you. I had fun reading it yeah. and I, I liked the story. Yes. That's what I took away from it. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And I liked the message. Yes. That's about as deep as I got with it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, the idea was like, let's make it funny to kind of teach kids how to like themselves in mm-hmm. a way that isn't a book that tells them to like yourself. Yeah. And right. I sat down and I spent, that took, the book took two years to make. I sat down and thought all through, like, what, how do we, how do we tell this story? Mm-hmm. And then I literally sat down and go, like, what kind of characters can I make mm-hmm. that right out of the gate, a kid's guard will go down. That yeah. they won't have to judge the character mm-hmm. first. And I made a whole list. I was like, you know, we've got dinosaurs and pandas and bears and kids love all, and I was like, and I hit unicorn. I was like, every kid loves unicorn. Mm-hmm. And it's magic, mm-hmm. and it could mean so many different things. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's flawed because it doesn't exist. Right. So it's like if you you have the closest things a horse, which mm-hmm. everybody thinks is this majestic thing. Right. And then a unicorn, it's completely like there's so many impossibilities about a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know the horn, and then yeah. like they sparkle and they you know they Fart rainbows <laughs> and all yeah all that crap. Yeah. Like you're like they they would be the imperfect character, yeah. right? And so you're, you're like, and I can poke fun at all that, mm-hmm. you know, and nod back to old cartoons. That's yeah. what they used to do is poke fun at that mm-hmm. stuff. But you can teach somebody through that whole thing. And that right. was the whole mission of the book. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's... It got skewed along the way. It got skewed. And then look at, you know, a few months later, I'm, I'm actually living it in real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oi. Yeah. Oi. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd be here? No. 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 I mean, I was on to the next stuff. I mean, it, yeah. that that book is out has been out for almost three years. Oh, has really? So it's like, yeah. it's kind of been, you know. I mean, I I, I still it's start of my school visits and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but you know, I've read that book to thousands of kids. At, uh, I don't yeah. even know how many school visits, yeah. and you know, and it's always the same reaction. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is so cool. Like, yeah, yeah unicorns, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, I've I've I think since then I've had. Uh, with like six books mm-hmm. out. How many do you have total that you've written? Um, that are out right now, I think I'm at 18, and then I have um, two more this year, Okay. and then I have uh, about seven that are, because now, now I'm self-publishing. Okay. So now I can control it all. Because before, when you do what, what, you know, the kids out there listening don't understand, <laughs> it's that when you make a book, it is usually a year and a half, two years ahead of when it actually comes out. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, you, your base, it's all spread out. So every two years, you get a book out. Well, now I can put them out as much as I want. So yeah. now I'm doing, like, three a year. Okay. And then I am also going to be doing, like, you know, print-on-demand stuff. So then, mm-hmm. you know, I have, I mean, at home, I, I have, I mean, I don't even know how many books that I've been waiting for a publisher to, you know, go. And in covid you know, yeah. is what opened it up for me. It made okay. me start looking at it mm-hmm. in a different way. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yay, COVID. Yeah. 
Things I don't want to repeat yes. ever. Ever, ever, yes. It was terrible. Ugh. Did you have any weird um, hobbies or things that you started? Yeah, as soon as it happened, I did uh, Facebook Live. Okay. With And because uh, I was like, maybe this will be a thing that gives me something to do. So I did a live show uh, every single day, wow. Monday through Friday mm-hmm. and the weekend. At like I think I did it at like ten or eleven, mm-hmm. and uh, with just kids, I just mm-hmm. launched it on Facebook. I was like, I don't know if this will work. Boom! And I think the first show had like twelve thousand kids watching it, and I was oh like, Oh my gosh! Whoa! Like that was crazy. And then it just kind of kept yeah. growing, but you know, then once school was done, yeah. it died out. And then you're like, Okay, now what's to do? Like, because mm-hmm. you know, I've done my lap around the neighborhood, yeah. like with my mask and everything, because I guess it's floating around waiting right. to get us. Like, <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, going. You remember when we used to like go get groceries and you leave them in your garage for like three days because yeah, you're like, I, I, I guess I got here. I am wiping down my like, yeah. you know, canned goods. Bag. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was fun. A, it was weird. <laughs> Teaching teaching theater on a computer was super fun. Oh, I did one school visit virtually and I couldn't do it because the kid in front was just digging, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I all I could I focus was on yeah. like. I I, toward the end of my teaching, because I had um, Tyler, you got it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Yeah, you can't dig any deeper, you kid. Deep, you yeah. hurt <laughs> Mine was the kid biting his toenails on camera. Oh, I'm like Aiden. Yeah. Buddy, can you put your foot down and do the lines for us, please? <laughs> I hate feet anyway. Yeah. Mm-mm. Been chewing on your toenails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty. But honestly, though, and I mean, even though you said it was a miserable experience, yeah. they loved it. Yeah. Like the Facebook Live, it yeah. was just like, those were the things that we lived for. Right. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Simple time. I think it simple times, right? It was yeah. like just you... You long to connect with people again, and you actually looked forward to connecting yeah. with people again. Yeah. And then, you know, um, unfortunately, it feels like the connection now is just so polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's the blame game, I think. Maybe, right. You know, like, and trying yeah. to figure out who's, who's at fault. Yes. Maybe it just happens. I don't know. Right. It's kind of a weird idea. Sometimes Some things, things just happen. happen. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> So what's um, what's the next book plan? Do you have any? Yeah, so are you allowed to disclose what you're yeah, writing? Yeah, the on? next book is that comes out. I think it comes out in a couple of months. It's called Inspiration Fairy. Mm-hmm. So I just had a self-published book that came out uh, the day that all this stuff started going bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Best You, mm-hmm. and then um, I have a book uh, out. It's called. It's coming out called Inspiration Fairy. Okay. And the idea of so what happened with COVID was. But prior to that, you're writing books with publishers mm-hmm. that they perceive will sell. Okay. They don't take into consideration, you know, yo, I'm in front of, I'm talking at that mm-hmm. time about forty to 50,000 kids a year. Yeah. And I ask questions and I do what a lot of adults don't is I shut up and listen mm-hmm. to what they say. Yeah. And then I try to figure out, okay, there's a common thread in the things that kids are concerned about because most all of my school visits after I'm done, I get the kids, I call them the weird kids because I was a weird kid, so I feel like I have the right to say Same. weird kids. totally get where you come from. They come up and ask the question. Yeah. And there was a consistent pattern of all these questions. And so I make notes of them, like, how can I solve this problem? Mm-hmm. Because then I reflect back on myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was that same yeah. same thing. And, um, and a lot of once I started, like, really attacking why did I hate myself so much mm-hmm. and going through therapy and things like that, you start to unpack all that stuff. Yeah. 
and you want to readdress it. So like it, so at COVID when it happened, the second book after the unicorn book was "It's Okay to Smell Good." Mm-hmm. Well, in that process, my editor at the time, they were getting ready to buy more books, and I had like four or five written, and he called me up out of the blue and said that you know they just let us all go. And then I was kind of passed over to like an intern and mm-hmm. the intern had no clue about my books right. and kind of just was like, well, we like this idea, but can you change it? I'm like, change it to what? Well, that's your job. And I'm like, no, it's not like, I need to know what, you know, right. I need a little help here. That's your yeah. Job. And, uh, so then I just started looking into self-publishing as I can pull it off. And then, then it went even further was I, if I do this, I can actually write the story that I want to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And then um, what's interesting about it was they just started flowing out pretty yeah. simple. And so the inspiration varies about um, when we overthink. Like when we what? think that, people do yeah, that? Yeah. When we overthink. I don't overthink. Right now? Yes. I'm thinking about overthinking. Yeah. <laughs> that everybody like the idea with the kid, but it's a concept kids it don't is. understand. Yeah. Like that they that a problem exists of like you think too much and the problem is what you think is that you're not enough. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what this little fairy shows up as this character is trying to draw something, and this mm. fairy shows up and does a weird rap. And I'm not some sort of great poet or whatever, but I always <laughs> love Shel Silverstein books. Aww, so it's yeah. like an attempt to do something yeah. like that. And then um, after that one, the one I'm working on right now is called My Dreams for You. Mm. And then, you know, the irony of the best you and My Dreams for You is that. Uh, both books were the point of view I was I sat down to write a letter to myself mm-hmm. my wife and two kids mm-hmm. that if all of a sudden I wasn't here mm-hmm. and it was like what would I want to say yeah. and, and and it was like that open letter to like little me mm-hmm. that was like you know this is all the stuff like yeah. you actually did it you know mm-hmm. and it's been and I think that that's the part that um, has been the biggest emotional roller coaster over the last like three weeks is that in a lot of ways, when you're a traumatized kid and something like this shows up where you have this backlash of something that you poured your heart into yeah. and then you get the people defending you, mm-hmm. it like it's imposter syndrome. I, it was like I was signing the first round of the unicorn books. I mean, st- I mean, we had, I think, 400 of them on my table and I'm signing it and I am just sobbing. Mm-hmm. And it was like this revisit of the little you know, seven-year-old chubby me, like, coming back, you know, yeah. and it's, and it was just like, it's still, it gets yeah. me, because it's just like, you, you don't realize how much kids pay attention to what's happening in the world, yeah. because I think we think they're dumb, I think we think that, you know, as adults, we, we don't watch what we say, mm-hmm. we project onto little kids, and it, but they don't, what we don't understand is that that stuff is rock solid in them, like, they can do the one thing that you and I can't, which is they can be present in the moment. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to try. Nope. It is automatic. They, they wake up present. Mm-hmm. The idea to tell a kid five years from now doesn't matter is a complete lie. Mm-hmm. Because five years is, that's a lifetime. Right. Like, they only think in five seconds. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that's what has been the biggest part of me is unpacking all this stuff. It's like, how can I now take all of that mm-hmm. and use this story of like going through what I'm going through right now with brain cancer and stuff. And, you know, and I truly do feel that I'm going to be fine, Mm -hmm. you know, and how can I take all of what I've learned 
and leave something better mm. for everybody else to understand like you don't have to experience this stuff yeah. but you do like you know <laughs> you can't <mean> it. <laughs> i have to cry on stage every night i want to do it during the day okay Keep i'll on. be crying on stage on monday that's that's okay. I'm, I'm holding it all until monday yeah. right? when i do the event i know that i'm going to lose it tell us about this event while uh, crying. Go yeah, ahead. so um, <laughs> it's called It's Okay to Be You, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of in an odd way. I have been journaling, because um, I also journal every day too, and I had been journaling about, I felt like something was coming, and I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. and I kept saying it, and I, and I meditate too, so I just kept saying to myself, like, something's coming, I don't know what it is, but I know you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kept, this feeling kept ha- happening, yeah. and, and then... Um, once this whole thing kind of blew up, because there's been so many unexplainable things, that's a whole nother podcast that have happened since, and I would definitely be crying if I shared them yeah. right now, because they're, they're, they're just, you can't explain them. And um, this thing all went down, and it was just like, it, it, like I got a call, I got a message from a mom, and she's like, yeah, I'm really upset that you didn't get to read your book. I'm an event planner. Like, if we get a space, would you want to do an event? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, how much would you charge? I'm like, I wouldn't charge anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just would love to be able to like right. actually Read share that. with the kids mm-hmm. what this story is about. Yeah. And uh, so we kind of just were texting back and forth, and and I'll be honest, I get a lot of moms that come to me. I wrote a kids' book, and I wrote like yeah, like you know, yeah. and it usually it's like, you know, they're it's well, you have a shell of a kid's book or, you mm-hmm. know, they want me to illustrate it for them and yeah. they have their budget's $200 or something, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, all that stuff. Oh, like, artists get paid. Yes, that. exactly. And, um, so as we're texting, cause we're, I'm going to AU basketball tournament. It's quickly becoming apparent to me that she's not just an event planner. Like it, yeah. it, it's a mom that this is actually her business. Yeah. And by the time I got back, we had, um, she had the idea to do the GoFundMe to see mm-hmm. if we can kind of raise enough funds to cover the event. And, I, and I, she's like, do you think it'll cover? I was like, absolutely. Like, by what I'm getting in my inbox, it'll be covered. And I think mm-hmm. overnight, we raised more than enough to put on the event. And then it just kind of grew from there. And so now it's, uh, I think right now we're 20 tickets away from it being completely full. It's like 450 people. And um, it's like, we have a magician, Drew Murray, who's like, he does amazing magic mm-hmm. stuff. like. Uh, DJ, we got like, they're going to be drawing, it's adults and kids, mm-hmm. so it's the first time I'm combining, mm-hmm. so it's really that first step into what I've really been working towards, like if, if people actually read my mm-hmm. journals and mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, this is kind of like that step into, mm-hmm. like Neil Gaiman has this really great quote that says like, when you feel like you're walking down the street and you might be naked, that's when you might be on the right path, that's what it feels like to mm-hmm. me. Like, it's really, really, like, I'm not nervous. Yeah. But it's, like, what I'm more nervous about is can I show up and not, like, emotionally fall apart? Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be, like, it's, it is that return of yeah. all of that stuff. You know, it's, like, it's that, like, you know, it's not the, like, I've never felt like being that person of, like, I'm going to get even with these people. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never, even as a, like, I never thought, but I remember everybody that told me that I couldn't make it. Yeah. Like, I remember their faces. I remember the moments. Like, you know, hmm. I could draw you a picture of fourth and fifth grade class because it was so horrible to me. 
you know, like the smells, all that stuff. Like I remember it so vividly. Yes. Yeah. And so you're just like, this is all going to bubble up. I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cause I'm going to get there at like noon so mm-hmm. I can just desensitize myself mm-hmm. to the place. Yeah. And hopefully that'll do it. But you know, I know there's one chunk in it where I'm going to talk about like just the, the unicorn book and about, I never would have thought that I would relive it in real life three years later. Yeah. And there's a certain part in the book that where he talks about where he takes off his hat mm-hmm. and reveals his unicorn and then the three friends, mm-hmm. right? And he realizes that he doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's the, the that was the, the, the flip in me that was like, that changed everything. Mm-hmm. I think and that does with all artists, right? right? When you finally get to be a paid artist, there's at some point that flip happens where you're like, I don't care what other people think mm-hmm. anymore. And you know, I'm happy and that's what matters. And you'll find other people rooting for you and they want to share in that. And those are the people that matter. Mm-hmm. The rest of the people are just trying to pull you down because they're jealous of the fact that you can do what they can't. And it took me forever to understand that. And so now it's like, how can I go back and tell kids that now? Mm-hmm. Um, Learn that so you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, because that's the core, I think, of all of us broken adults. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just broken kids. That's Absolutely. all it is. Yeah. And, but it, it, it comes down because we want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And if you think about what kids are going through right now, social media, like it's comparison game to the Absolutely. to the ma- we end, It ended for us at 3.30. Yeah. yeah. Like it's 24-7 now. Right for kids you know and it's like you kids getting invited to stuff or you know kid telling another kid that like you can't you know oh i'm staying home tonight but then they're on instagram and they're mm-hmm. snap or snap or whatever the heck they use and they're surrounded by all their friends and they, that friend sees it and they're like they feel rejected and yep. you know all that stuff it's it's a different world now people need aren't people haven't learned how to be human in a social mm-hmm. media world yet right. well and also <laughs> not not toting yourself it's like mm-hmm. you have to show yourself in this perfect light, but you also have to be humble. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare speak out about what you're doing because yeah. that's not okay. Yeah. Right. And it's, I see Keep that. Your beliefs out of it too. Don't oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lord. Yes. yeah. Don't say anything. Yeah. Yes. Say everything, but don't say anything. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yes. Say like, the right thing. Say the right thing. Yeah. 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 My son who is 11, sometimes will say things that it's just like, this would never fly. What he said. And I think he had an audition which he didn't get, but he was amazing and took it in absolute stride. But for me, no, I mean, this is what I do. All I do is audition. Yeah. All I do is audition and get rejected. That's my life. Yeah. Yay. Artist. <laughs> but he had this thing. He did the thing. And what his mind goes to is not the nerves or am I going to do okay? Or how's this going to go? He literally said, so how many people is this for? Uh. <laughs> He's just like, That'll be my biggest audience yet. And in that moment, I mean, it was funny, but it's also like, I wish that that was a mentality that I had. Yeah. Yeah. It's just this like, bring it on. Right. Let's do this. I love, I love what I do so much. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. And I'm not there. Yeah. At 41. How am I still 41? I'm still 41. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I still, you know, you think through these overthinking. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. approves this? Who appro- oh, is this okay? Did, that- yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. Am I doing okay? Right. <sighs> yeah. I mean, just imagine if you could, like, this This is what, if I can give you a little bit of, like, brain clarity here. Please. <laughs> I'll take anything you got. <laughs> People are going to judge you. Absolutely. Regardless if you do or don't do. Yeah. So why not just do it? Just do it. Because the thing is, is that they're going to 
If you do great, they're going to judge you because you did too good. Mm -hmm. If you do bad, they're going to judge you because you didn't do bad. But the difference is, is they're the ones sitting on the sidelines, not even trying. Yeah. Yep. And so why do you, why do we give those people power to like, and I think that is what clarity of like a brain tumor gives you. It's mm -hmm. that you sit back and go like, damn, I wasted all that time worrying about that. Mm -hmm. Like how dumb was that? Like, cause literally the doctors are telling me that you might not be here in a certain amount of time. And then you, you don't look at what you're going to miss. Mm -hmm. You look at what you wasted. You wasted. And then I'm like, oh, well, then the new path needs to be, who cares, mm -hmm. once it's done. Because, you know, the truth is, is that everything in your past is an illusion. Mm -hmm. Half the stuff that you remember, it's all lies. Mm -hmm. Because you're a human. Mm -hmm. You want to tell a narrative. You yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you do yeah. as your job. You want to tell a story. So what you'll do is you'll borrow traumas mm -hmm. from everybody else yeah. to complete your story and probably 80% of it's lies. Yeah. Because really, you weren't picked on every single day. Mm -hmm. If I tell you my bully story is fourth and fifth grade, every day was hell. But I'm sure I had good days. Yeah. You don't remember the good days. Yeah. But I can tell you all the stuff, and it wasn't like all of it happened every day. But, but it, in my head it did. That's what it, yeah. You know, and I think that we, if we learn that, instead of like, and leave that stuff go, mm -hmm. and look at our past for the lesson, yeah. And then realize that the only true thing that's real is right now. Mm -hmm. That's it. it. You know, but I can turn my focus on what I want now to look like. Mm -hmm. And I can unplug. And like, I remember watching some, The Matrix, and I never really got into it a whole lot when it first came out. Mm -hmm. But I rewatched it recently after like doing all my meditations and all yeah. this, like really get into like the spirituality things. And especially after this. And it, it's a, it makes so much sense to me now. Like, mm -hmm. You can unplug and plug into what you want to see. You can, mm -hmm. you can change your outcome if you choose. Because most people won't. And people are going to be attracted to you because you will be able to do that. Because mm -hmm. they're going to be like, holy cow, I wish I can do that. They must have something I don't, I want to learn from them. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to want to be around them. Mm -hmm. And that's the best way I can describe what the last, like, you know, six months have been like for me. Was that just people like that. And what's crazy is that there's more people support you than you realize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, because at the time you're only when you're in self, you know, self-loathing mode, you only think that you're the only one. But there's so many people that have your back that you mm -hmm. don't even realize. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty crazy. Damn. <laughs> I needed this. Today. I don't think you know. I needed this badly today. <laughs> I wasn't prepped for this. This is yeah. Yeah, I'm. There's a lot of feels happening in yeah. this room today. No, this is great. It's. Can I ask you about your tattoos? Yeah. Yeah, you got some really cool ones. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I find artists that I like, and I tell them a pencil and three stars, That's and then cool. let them do their thing. That's cool. Yeah, so the pencils, because it's, you know, what I was born to do, to make That's stuff. Cool. And then three stars, it, you know, it could be like my wife and my two kids, or it could be like I, I had three really big failures that was like kind of a wake-up call as far as like, you know, work-wise right mm -hmm. um and yeah it's just it's uh just pencil three stars so they're all different spots oh, wow. like the only one that doesn't have it is this one um and that was it was like my second tattoo and it was like one of those deals of like 75 bucks and i just wanted to get a yeah. tattoo and so um but yeah the rest of them are all like this one's the unicorn one was just like one of mm. the oh, i like that the first one it's uh we were in nashville and uh we thought nashville was going to be like 
you know, city of music or mm-hmm. whatever, right? And it wasn't going to be the same music at every uh, place. Yeah. And we were like, oh. this gets boring quick. So, so like, a lot of country. Yeah. And like every song, like if we, what was that like song like, uh, save a cowboy, ride a horse or ride yeah. a, I don't know what yeah. it, save like we got to the point. Cowboy. Yes. Yeah. We went to like four different spots and every, every one was playing that when we walked in. They were all cover bands. Mm-hmm. And looked at my wife, I was like, do you want to go get a tattoo? And I was like, this, this isn't kind of, so we walked over, we looked, got out Yelp and like looked up like the best tattoo place and looked at the artist, like, oh, really like this. We walked over there and uh, the first drawing was like, she wanted to do like these lips and it looked like a cigarette hanging out. And I was like, ah, not really. I'm like, but you know, I do want to do a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Would you be down with that? And she was yeah. like, oh my God, seriously? And I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> she turned the unicorn horn and stuff. But nice. this one was my, is my favorite one. Um, and cool. it was like, he wanted to do a tiger. Yeah. And I was like, only if it can't be tiger collars, though. Okay. I want it to be like, you know, its own thing. And yeah. it's kind of like the, uh, what was the, uh, is it Lionel from He-Man? Yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was going snarf for a minute. Yeah. I'm like. And then this guy was okay. my is my favorite artist, but he doesn't tattoo anymore. He mm-hmm. So he did this one and this one. This yeah, was like cool. alien, you know. Uh he makes tattoo machines now. Oh my gosh. I think because it's like purple tunnel. Mm. It looks too much. Oh, you know, but yeah, I'm a huge like tattoos and shoes. That's my yeah. Shoes and tattoos is my like you know. I would be not a cheap hobby. No, no, no. no it it would be. I'm definitely like I definitely want to get another tattoo, but I have to wait for chemo to be done because mm. oh. I will bruise like crazy. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah. I haven't had one yet. Yeah. Oh, you should get one. Striking it like trying to do one like live on a show and like yeah. we both get the same tattoo because yeah. we've had enough episodes that I think it's tattoo worthy at yeah. this point. But, yeah. Yeah. We had one that kind of fell through a little bit, but yeah. It it's not as bad as you think. I have one that's say it's not bad. Yeah. I, I think well, you got one. I fell asleep one, when he was doing this one. Oh wow. Yeah. He's I like don't know he, that he, he's happened. like you you really fell asleep, and I'm like yeah I felt like you were massaging my arm. But like it's what from what I've heard though, like I have a lot of muscle there, yeah. so yeah. like it's, it's that's why the more muscle you are, the yeah. bone I guess. Yeah. Is this one then. now here oh, at the yeah. bottom, it felt like she was yeah. sawing back and forth. That that well, kind that's, of stuff. The bone is literally yeah. right there. Yeah. And then this one was funny. The whole time I was sitting fine, and there's you can I, I don't have my glasses on, but you can see like there's three little gray dots in each one of these stars. Oh, okay. That one. He did the little dot, and I about jumped out of the chair, and he goes, you sat this whole time and didn't move, that and it. that is what, and I'm like, I don't know what you hit there, but it totally uh, felt like you just went, jaw! Like, right there, <laughs> yeah. man, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. felt like he just went, like, jaw! It was like, yeah, but... Uh, it's amazing yeah. what the body determines is what's pain and what's not. Right, right. Like, I gave birth, but I fall down, and it's like, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did, like, the ultimate, like, Yeah, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, yeah, tattoo is nothing compared to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You forget about it, though. And yeah. you had a very large baby, too. I had a 10-pounder. Oh, my God. <laughs> also why we're done. Oh, my God. When the, when the nurses or the doctor's just like, you you do this again, we're yeah. delivering in 36 yeah. weeks, whether you like it or not. I oh, said, yeah. no, we're not doing this again. Yeah. No, we're done. And your he's baby, a giant. Yeah, your baby came with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like he was two months old when he yeah. was born. <laughs> But let me tell you, he ate like a champ. Oh, I bet. Ago. Slept I bet. like a champ. Yeah. He's just like, all right. Both of my yeah, boys were big, too. He yeah. has not. He's <laughs> up to here, and he's 11. Wow. And I am 5'8". So wow. 
not petite. Wow. He's going to be, I think, probably 6'3". Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. 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 My, my youngest is like 6'4 now. Are you serious? My oldest is like 6 feet tall. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the, the youngest is like drinking milk, right? You know, basketball. He wants to get, so he's milk and he's like trying to, you know, trying to. Eating you out of house and home. Yes. Probably. Oh, yes. Yeah. What does your 21 year old do? He play, uh, plays bassoon. He, he oh my gosh. Ball. Okay. He goes to Ohio State. Okay. He's really, not like bragging on it, but he's really good. Like really Well, good. bassoon yeah. in <laughs> itself is ridiculously yeah. difficult. Yeah, he, he goes to Ohio State, on, he's on scholarship. And that's so not what you typically hear people say, oh, I, I'm a bassoonist. Yes. A bassoonist? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he uh, he taught himself like at wow. first. Like, so he plays, He's he's got this skill of picking up any instrument that's not stringed. Yeah. Like he can't, he can't really do guitar and stuff like that. Well, he maybe can, I don't know, but, um, but any sort of like typical mm -hmm. symphony instrument, he can kind of pick it up. And it started when he was really little. So we, my wife and I both wished that we played music. Mm -hmm. So we would go to garage sales and just buy instruments mm -hmm. and just leave them laying around. Yeah. And then, uh, I remember one time he was hacking, he was little, he was hacking away on the keyboard and it sounded like music. And I was like, what is happening? Like, but it wasn't music, yeah. but it wasn't a kid going, dun, dun, right. dun. it was like a structure was happening. And, uh, and then recorders in mm. third grade uh -huh. and he was ripping through those. And he got the point, sorry, Dylan. Uh, he was playing both nostrils. And, uh, but then it was like, let's see, it would have been ninth grade. He was playing clarinet and he just said, Hey, there was a bassoon at the band room. I want to learn that. Wow. And we're like, okay, like here's sure. another instrument. Like how much is this one? Well, it's like 8,000 bucks. Like, like <laughs> how, about, how about you borrow the one from uh -huh. the school mm -hmm. and we'll get it serviced and everything yeah. he did. And, and then, uh, where did he go to high school? He went to, uh, Olentangy, uh, Orange is where okay. he graduated from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Olentangy, Orange is where he graduated. Liberty was the one that he should have gone to, but he transferred to Orange. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the music program is a little better there. So he transferred there and then, um, he just started getting good and it was like the only place we can find lessons were online because you know it's not very many right. bassoon, bassoon yeah like you know and then, yeah <laughs> bassoonist yeah trainers yeah. and then he got he kind of passed that up quickly and then at otterbein yeah the teacher there she she taught started teaching him and then she felt like he was excelling and then she brought him to ohio state and he started I think he was 14. He was going into master classes with, oh they were inviting him to class to kind of go in there. And then he would just sit there and listen to him. And then uh, he just kept, I mean, the kid grinds and grinds and grinds. And he's he's really good. And he's, you know, wow. got a scholarship offer there and went there. And like, you know. So he's one of those guys at CCAD that you would have been terrified. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, he just yeah. really, like, you know, it's. It, but you know, of course, he's the same as all of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible. Yeah. yeah like, of course. you don't realize, like, I'm like, you know, we. That right there is that's the fundamental yep. understanding yep. of being an artist. Yep. Like, once you understand that 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 fear you have about yep. everybody else. Yep. Everybody thinks. Everyone. Everything. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Yeah. But it still doesn't feel like enough. Right. No. Because right. it's like, no, no, no. Okay, I get that you have it, but mine's really bad. And yeah. we hate compliments. Yeah. Don't oh, tell yeah. me it's good, because oh. then. Like, oh, like, you know, mm -hmm. God forbid. Oh, well, that, let me point out the flaws yes. right now. Just, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Invalidate. Yep. Yeah. He gets on yep. me about that literally yep. all the time. Yep. Like, yeah. can you just take the compliment, please? Yeah. Yeah. My it's, husband got me flowers last night. Thank you, honey, by the way. Um, and he's just like, I know you don't care. And I was like, that sounds terrible. 
But I knew exactly what he meant. Yeah. It's just like, whatever, thank you. I mean, it's great, but... Yeah, my wife's always like, there were people going to my wife like, you must think it's so cool and stuff. She's just like, I'm like, you don't get it. She doesn't care. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it, she sees this all the time. Right. Like, you're the only one that cares about it. But then she goes, well, I do care. And I'm like, okay, but it okay. doesn't seem like you care. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it, it is, it is that, but I see where he's coming from. Like, yeah. but it, you, you're kind of like. He's not, he doesn't gush because he doesn't yeah. do that or need to. Yeah. But when something comes out, it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. It's yeah. We do that. I mean, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. like my first thing. I'm like, I, you know, I would say if you ever want to feel really good, become kid famous. Cause when I walk into a school, like oh, these kids, like you would think, you they, they think on. I'm a YouTuber. Like that's okay. what they, they, they think I'm a YouTuber. Cause I have a YouTube channel that do drawing videos. Yeah. So they think I'm like famous, famous. famous. Yeah. And I'm always like, guys, I'm just a dad. And I, I have the hardest time of just like going with it because mm -hmm. it's really not about me at that yeah. point. It's, it's a special day for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel like I can't do it. Yeah. I still struggle yeah. with that whole yeah. thing of like, I don't want to be like, yeah, that's right. Like I'll sign a paper for you. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and play it up for them. I just, it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm just a dad. Like, that's all I am. Like really like. I'm just as lame as your dad. And like, <laughs> the, same bad yeah, jokes. yeah, same bad jokes. Yeah. Like you would be like embarrassed by me, the same as way my kids are, mm -hmm. and it, it is. But that's the first thing we do is reject it. Like, because yeah. let me show you all the stuff that's wrong. And yeah. he, Dylan, played a concert, and we were like, the, he doesn't play in front of us. Yeah. So the first time, the last time we heard him play was his auditions for college, mm -hmm. which was amazing because yeah. he had me come record it because I had a better phone. Right, had the new iPhone, so he had me come record so the video would be better. And then the phone not be in the room. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then this this reception, or he, uh, I think his reception is what they call it. But uh, he has this come, and he comes out. It's just him and that dude come out on stage with the whole symphony behind. I'm like, whoa, he's doing like a solo thing. thing. Yeah, like, I didn't know this. And he starts playing, and I did a good job of holding it together until the end. He he smiles. And it's the same smile I remember oh. as a six, you know, five, oh. when he's like, did you hear that daddy? Like, yeah. and it's like, boom, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> like center John, and it was yeah. just like, oh my God, I can't believe he, he did that. Like, yeah. and, and you know, afterwards, like, he's like, yeah, but I messed up. I'm like, dude, I know. I know. nobody noticed I know. that, man. Like I nobody. <laughs> my wife's a musician. It's like, she, oh, and you hear it. It's like, that was beautiful. And it's like, oh, well, we messed this up. And yeah. It's like, ah. You didn't notice that flat note? Like, yeah. uh, I don't even know what a flat note is, so no. <laughs> I did. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. It sucked. Yeah. That one that stood one, out. That really took it out right. for yes. me right there. I held on that the whole 10 minutes yeah. of that mm -hmm. song. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's hard for, to work with young artists to explain oh. that that's, it's okay. Yeah. And my, my eldest had an incredible solo at the school concert. I have a, I have two singers in my house. That's awesome. Dear Jesus, pray for us. I was yeah. really hoping they'd be like, I want to be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah. But Micah sings, and it's just like, you can hear a pin drop in there. Wow. And it's so hard to just be like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I have yeah. a mother, though, who is also an incredible performer. And what mom did for me, I'm trying to do for my kids. It's like, you have an interest? Yeah. Okay. Just let me roll. Figure it out. Yeah. Let yeah. me know when you need to get involved with something, but I'm not going to push. Yep. And I remember saying to my mom, like, why didn't you put me into theater when I was a kid? Yeah. You never brought it up? Right. Right. Oh. Yeah. But it's telling a young artist. And of course, the concert ends and Mike is just like 
basking in glory, but also like, oh, my voice cracked. My voice, I mean, every voice cracks. <laughs> it's okay. I said, you did exactly what you were supposed right. to do. You moved on. Yeah. You didn't let it stop. You didn't roll your eyes. Yeah. You didn't cease and just poop in the middle of the stage. Yeah. That's that's what I always tell my young artists is when they have something bad that happens. Like, did you take a dump on the stage? Yeah. No? Okay, you're fine. Right, right, exactly. Nobody's going to remember that. Also, don't do that. Yes, yes. But, you know. Oh yeah, totally. It, it it is. It's 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 unreal. Like, but that's the life of a creative. Is we're destined. Why did for we that choose stuff. this, Joe? Why did we choose this? <laughs> You're young. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, right? It beats a regular job. Yeah. yeah. Like cool. Yeah. We we are pretty cool sometimes. Yeah. Not to our kids. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think it's facing your insecurities. Yeah. I think yeah. I think for some reason we're we're driven to to turn back on everything we're insecure about. Yeah. Because most regular adults, you know, will do everything to avoid. Mm-hmm. Where we'll turn back and yeah. turn that right. feeling into a, a, a video or a painting yeah. or a yeah. song yeah. or a whatever. It's, and be rejected. Yes, and yeah. be rejected. I'm scared yeah. of rejection, yeah. so let me do something that yes. will reject me. Right. Yep. Or Taylor Swift, you you date people, then reject them, and then write a song about them. Yeah. <laughs> It's worked really well. It's, it's worked really well. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's her insecurity. It's like being accepted, so she yeah. rejects, and then rejects. she writes songs yeah. about it. I can make it easier on myself and make some money doing it. She said, "You are amazing." Oh, so are you. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, um, reject, reject, reject. Back and forth. Reject each other. Not as amazing as you are. Yeah. Shut up. Just shut up. Uh, Take a dump on the stage. Um, <laughs> tell us where we can find all things you. Uh, so WondervilleStudios.com mm-hmm. is the website for kids stuff. Uh, Wonderville, V-I-L-L-E. Yeah, W. Yeah, Wonder with Ville, like mm-hmm. it's a little like, city. Like Westerville. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's where all all kid things uh, book, okay. school related. Uh, the other original is JasonTharp.com. That's that's my story uh, mm-hmm. of. Where I started kind of like the that's whole a good brain URL thing. For you. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then yeah. uh, yourdreamslivehere.com oh, is gotcha. where like all the books, you know, all the merch is what kids now merch. call it. Merch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pull up the slides now and they're like, oh, you have merch. And I'm like, what's merch? They're like, and I'm like, because I'm like, Shed I have the Comic Con. Yeah. Like, yeah. I used to do the San Diego Comic Con stuff. Yeah. So I had that slide up like, oh my God, you have merch. And I'm like, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. And it's a YouTuber thing, apparently. Yeah, it's yeah a, it yeah. is. Yeah. That's what my son tells me. Yeah. He has seven followers or nine? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. He, he, it's time for merch. He yeah. needs merch. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe. <laughs> yes. It's just a white shirt. Just says Gabe. Gabe. <laughs> I'm sure it would sell. Like, yeah, so. it Somebody would, sell. would buy yeah. it. You got at least seven would sell. At least seven. <laughs> I think two of them would go to, to yeah, me. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm not quite sure how many of my views my mom is just re-watching the video. I'm sure she's at home like, let's replay that. You know let's, what? Yeah. That's mom. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. We got to have a mom. Yeah, it, always. If, it, if it's not your own, yeah. somebody in your life yeah. needs to be a mom. Yeah, there's a guarantee that you had a mom at yeah. some point. At, well, that's yes. usually how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Often. All the time. All the time. I'm yeah. pretty sure, yes. Yep, I, yeah. There's no, a mom involved it. somewhere. Yeah. No real exceptions to that. Right? No, yeah. that's yeah. it. Everybody's got one. Yep. Everybody plays pool. Yeah. If this is where <laughs> we are. <end. laughs> Jason, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. Thank you. I liked it. Like, there's no, like, you know, just kind of roll with it. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Now we do it. Yeah, we do it. it's good.